would you all believe me if I said that I've recorded this podcast twice now and both times I went to go edit it there was like planes everywhere and I thought you couldn't hear them but that was the complete opposite (laughs) so I am re-recording this at a time that the planes are not flying and I'm praying that I can get through this without the planes so anyways with all of that being said Hi, my name is Michaela, and you're listening to the Kingdom Women Godly Mindset Podcast. If you haven't heard my intro before, I felt um, the Lord called me to be, uh, um, I don't know what the correct terminology is, but like a mentor towards women and kind of helping them walk through life as a godly woman and having the mindset of God as a daughter of God. And so I'm just so happy that you're here listening and just joining me. Um, this topic today is kind of a extension, if you will, on my emotions podcast. I really enjoyed doing that podcast. However, when I went back to listen to it, I felt like my words were unclear and I wasn't kind of, I feel like I was focusing way too much on the emotions aspect more than the faith aspect and faith is so important and I truly believe that we have emotions and we have feelings and God gave them to us for a reason. I 100% believe that but I also believe that there's people that don't know how to process their emotions correctly and that they can get themselves into trouble if they don't seek help on like on learning how to um process and work on those emotions and that's why I say if you're going to have a therapist especially as a Christian you should go to somebody who has the same values as you and you should be working on yourself outside of therapy as well and going to the Lord and going to the word because God is the ultimate teacher but I believe that he put people on this earth to help us and Yeah, so that's kind of what this episode is about, just an extension and more on the faith aspect of emotions. So I'm super excited. Forgot to turn my AC off, but it's all right. (laughs) It's better than the planes. Um, But yeah, so I'm just going to go ahead and pray and then we will jump in to the topic. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your goodness and your mercy being upon me today. I thank you for this time that I just get to sit in your presence and talk about your word and learn more about faith as I'm talking about it. I ask that you would continue to download revelation into me as I'm speaking. And Father, I just pray for every person listening, Lord, that you would um, just be with them wherever they are, their car, the gym, Um, their home. Father, wherever they are, Lord, just be with them, protect them. And I ask that you would give them a revelation of what this means, that they wouldn't take just my words and that be the end all be all, but that they take this to you and that they learn from you and from your word. And it's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. All right. So I want to open this um, podcast episode up with a scripture. Um, I've been like 
going to the scripture almost daily recently. Um, not only just because I've recorded this podcast so many times, but because it's definitely something that I'm learning to like really grasp onto. So it's Hebrews 11, one, and I'm reading out of the NLT, but any version of this verse like hits, um, (laughs) not that you should just find a Bible to just make the words hit, but you know, you know, okay. So Hebrews 11, one in the NLT says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So I'm going to let that sink in. I'm going to read it again and then I'm going to let it sink in. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Like how crazy is that? The second part of this is what really get like trips me up is it says it is the evidence of things we cannot see. Faith is literally evidence and I'm going to look up the uh, definition of evidence really quick. Oh, they have the iPhone 15 out (laughs) or you had to pre-order it, but that's what I was looking at last. Okay. So evidence, the um, definition of evidence says the available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief or proposition is true or valid. So This is literally what I just typed in in Google. That's what evidence says as a noun. Just so you guys know. (laughs) Um, You can look it up for yourselves. But that means that that faith is the available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief or proposition is true or valid. Like, that's wild to me. Like... That's wild to me that faith is so big and so um, important to us that it becomes evidence of things that we can't see. It, it's the reality of the things that we hope for. And learning how to get that faith comes by hearing the word. I'm going to look up that scripture too so I can read it straight out. Okay, so it says... So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. And that's the NLT. Um, I'm going to switch it to the ESV um, just for good measure so we can hear all the options. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. And so when we think about what the word of Christ is, it's the Bible. Jesus spoke what his father spoke. He, one thing that I feel like we don't really think about with Jesus is that he just like woke up one day and was like the greatest of all time, but he had to study like everyone else. He had to study the word. He had to find his calling from God, like everyone else, because he was human, because he was like, he was the son of God but he was also man and us when we come out of the womb we don't like we don't come out and we're like oh yes i just know that i'm going to be a pastor and i know that i'm going to be somebody who um is a missionary and i know i'm going to be somebody who does all these great things for god like we don't come out of the womb thinking that 
we come out of the womb wanting milk and sleep and wanting somebody to change our diaper. That's about all we want coming out of the womb. So Jesus was the same way. He was an infant. He wanted milk. He cried. He wanted um, uh, his diaper changed. He wanted to sleep. He was a human. And so as he got older, he had to study the word and he had to have faith himself, right? He had to have faith himself by hearing the word that he was studying and believing it was true and having that relationship with the father that told him, hey, you are my son and I need you to do this for me. And that's how Jesus got his calling. It wasn't just this, oops, sorry, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It wasn't just this like, oh my gosh, okay, I know what I have to do now. Like he didn't even start his ministry until he was 30 years old. Like, I feel like we don't, we don't think about all of that, but Jesus had to have faith just like we do. And that's why we can look to Christ and want to be like him and want to to like bring, um, aspects of him to ourselves because we want to be like him completely. We want to be like who he was walking on this earth completely because he walked by faith. Was it hard? Yes. Do you know how many times, like, I think about the cross and, like, if I were to have to do that now, like, I feel like I'd be so scared that I'd just want to, like, I would rather them just kill me, honestly, than to just beat me so bad and then after beating me, so bad that I was unrecognizable. That's what the Bible says. He was unrecognizable. And then taking my hands and my feet and putting gigantic, when we think about nails, we think about the little nails we put in the wood. Do you know how big those nails had to be to hold his body up on that cross? They had to be thick. They had to be thick nails. So after all that getting hung up on the cross, if I had to do that, I'd be scared too. I'd be scared. I'd be like, I know what pain feels like. I know I'm the son of God, but I'm also man. And I'm going to feel everything that these people are doing. And it took restraint because he had enough faith. You know, when the person said, if this is really the son of God, um, bring yourself off the tree. It wasn't that Jesus didn't have faith to do that. He probably could have, but he knew what he was about to do was going to save the entire world. He knew that what he was about to do was going to save the entire world. And so he stayed and he wanted to please his father. But I think about all the time, that time where it was like he was praying in the garden and he was sweating blood. And I was thinking about, you know, like, oh, he probably was so scared to go up there and do that. And it's like, no, he could have been. He could have been. The Bible doesn't say any of this. So (laughs) it's just things that you think about, like you put it into context and you're like, yeah, I'd be scared too. I would sweat blood too. And you think about that and you're like, "Mm, I guess I could, I, he could have been, he could have been scared. 
But I think the thing that made him the most scared was being separated from the father. He was more afraid of not being in communion and in relationship with his father that he knew he was going to be disconnected. Just like when Adam um, fell in the garden, when they ate the apple and when God told them, hey, you're, sh- you're surely going to die. He didn't mean physically. He didn't mean you're going to die, fall down, and you're just no longer going to be a being. What he meant was when you got life, it was because I breathed life into you. I breathed my spirit into you. And so when he, when they ate the apple, when they disobeyed and they were separated from God, he the spirit was stripped from Adam and Eve. And that's when they had to work for things. They didn't have that direct connection to him. And so Jesus was the same way. It was like he just took on the sin of the world, the sickness of the world, the things that we do to this day, he took on to himself. He died for all of eternity, for everybody from here on out. He died for all of that. And he had to be separated from his father. Could you imagine being so close to somebody and then doing something and then you were separated? You had no communication or anything with it with them? Like that probably was such a scary feeling. It was probably such a scary feeling. And this is where I, f- where I think emotions come in and how you use your emotions. Because as Jesus was in the garden, sweating blood and so scared. He said, Lord, if you can take this cup from me, do it. (laughs) Not because I'm scared, but because I don't want to be separated from you, but your will be done. And so he knew unless God comes down and sits out here and calls my name, Jesus, the sacrifice is right here. Like he did with Abraham and Isaac, when Abraham was going to sacrifice his son, up on the mountain and he he had his son bound up getting ready to kill that man and then the angel of God was like hey Abraham stop stop don't don't kill him the it's right here it's right here Jesus was like unless he's doing that I'm going through with this so how he took his, his emotions is father look I'm nervous I'm scared but I'm going to do this unless you say otherwise. And he went about and did it. And that was a way of handling your emotions beautifully. (laughs) Because when you know what God wants for you, when you know you're in the will of God, and when you know God's not going to leave you or forsake you, the emotions you feel, yes, you can feel them. Your flesh is going to feel things. And it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be emotionless. It's not like the end of the world. It's not a sin. You can be filled with emotions. But are you going to let those emotions dictate your next move? What if Jesus was so scared? He said, never mind. (laughs) Never mind. I don't want to. I'm good. There was only him. It was only him. It was him or nothing. 
we probably would still be living by those laws today. It's crazy. It's craziness. Literally, it's so crazy. But Jesus set his emotions aside. Like I said, his body, his flesh felt it. His body was scared. Mentally, he could have been scared. I, like I said, the Bible doesn't say why he was sweating blood, okay? It just says that he was. And there's many reasons why, many valid reasons why he could have been scared. Like, <laughs> could you imagine you know what's coming? Could you imagine living for 30 years and then by 33 knowing, I've lived 33 years knowing that this day was coming? And you know, the other thing I thought about was, so I'm not a fan of microphones, right? Um, I'm getting over that with the podcast. I just don't like hearing myself talk. Um, or I guess I just don't like hearing myself in like speakers, I guess, or just like other things. So I'm getting over that. Um, like honestly, right now I have my headphones in to my computer, so I'm actually be able to hear what I'm saying and like my voice is coming back into my head and this is one way of me getting over microphones because I know I have to um but on on my church leads uh we do intercessory prayer um like 10 minutes before service starts and each of our church members were like leading it this last week was my week to lead and I was praying is not an issue for me. You don't have to ask me twice to talk to God, okay? You don't have to ask me twice to do it. But what was freaking me out was the microphone. And the not just the microphone, but the microphone in front of people. And um, it was hard. It was really hard for me to get up there. And like literally a minute before I went up there, my hands started shaking I felt like my voice was shaking. My husband said I did fine. It was just like a little bit low, which was fine. I don't project my voice. (laughs) Like how you hear me is how you hear me. Um, Quick side note. I used to like, I would go to concerts and things and I would be like, like screaming for the people or whatever. And at some point I was like, if I'm not going to yell like that for God, I'm not going to yell at the um, yell like that for other people because I don't want um, my, I don't want them to become an idol, you know? So I told that to my husband and he was like, that's funny that you said it the opposite way. Like you weren't going to get loud. You were just, you weren't going to get loud for God. You were just going to stop being loud for other people because he said that he's heard other people say, oh, I was like, you know, out there dancing for the world. But, um, I said, if I can dance for the world, I can dance for God. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not yelling, period. So that's where I just, that was just a quick side note. Anyways, so I could have been so fearful to the point where I said, never mind, I'm not doing this. But it's overcoming those fears that's going to, that God's going to honor. And I realized that the more I've stepped out in faith, which goes into my next point is faith is an action. It says in the 
verse, it said, faith shows the reality. Faith is seen. Faith, people can look at you and see your faith. And you don't see faith unless you're doing something. Because I can be sitting here, quiet, believing God for all these things. And you're just looking at me and you're like, what are you doing? And it's like, okay, I need to start act, doing things as an act of faith. So the biggest thing for me is, so I'm going to kind of tell you a little bit about things that I've, um, that the Lord has shown me throughout the years. But this was when I was really young. Like I would say 14, 15, 16, I was at a church camp and, you know, it was one of those big events, but then my church would go and we would do things on our own and we would have our own little worship sessions and things like that. And we were at the beach and, you know, somebody brought an acoustic guitar and we were just doing worship or whatever. And my youth pastor was like, okay, everyone pray and ask the Lord what he wants you to do. And I remember everybody was going and going and I was like, I have this, like people are saying these little things like, oh, you know, he wants me to share not little as in like, I felt like mine was huge, but it's not a little thing. Like these are big things, but we were like, oh, God wants me to like tell my best friend about Jesus or my mom about Jesus or whatever. Like, you know, little things like that. Oh, he wants me to start reading my Bible more. He wants me to start doing this. And like, um, I had a couple friends, like somebody got up and said, like, they wanted to become a social worker and foster children. And she's doing it today. And it's so, it's so awesome to watch her, watch her. That was a big thing too. But like people were going and saying their things. And I was like, God, like that, what you're telling me is huge because I don't know. I don't even, I haven't even talked on a microphone. <laughs> I haven't even, like at thir 14, 15, 16, I haven't even talked on a microphone yet. Like, what do you mean? And what he had me, what he told me was that I was going to lead conferences. That was the like base of everything. It was just lead conferences. I, I didn't get anything else. So I got up, I said that, and everybody kind of looked at me like, oh, and you know that feeling of like, everybody's cheering like, oh, good for you, good for you, for everyone else, and then you get up and everybody's kind of looking at you like, really? Hmm. And I remember taking that and being so discouraged because like, I was like, maybe I didn't hear from God, maybe that wasn't it, but as I kept developing in my faith and developing who I was as a daughter of God he would give me little more nuggets, more nuggets. And that's like what I was saying at the beginning of this podcast. Like he has called me, me, sorry, my nose is like a little stuffy. <laughs> um, he has called me to lead women in a godly relationship with him and like help them to have his mindset. Like he started to reveal that to me little, little by little. And there's still things that I don't know fully, but he's giving me little steps to do here and there. So me starting this podcast is me stepping out in faith because I started it before and I was like, eh, I don't think this is what I want to do. But then I got on here and, or I like, I was praying and I got this 
you know, this, um, I don't know, like this inkling, like the Holy Spirit was telling me, start a renewed mindset again. And I, I like wanted, you know, I was going to start it again. I was going to start on that. I couldn't get into the account, so I just made a different one. But this is an extension of that. And I've seen how he's moved in my life through since starting this. There's been things that I've received that I didn't think I would get because I've never seen God move in that way. And one of those is my job. Um, I stepped out in faith <laughs> and got a job um, where I, I applied for this job actually probably when I started working here last year. So two years ago when I wasn't living in this apartment and I remember like I remember just doing it out of necessity and like being like, I, I need help. I need a job so we can like get out of my in-laws house and like be on our own and blah, blah, blah. I didn't get the job then, but then a year later I was called for an interview for this job. And then I worked there. I was working Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And I was working four hours a day. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like, I really just don't want to work Sundays. Um, mostly because Sundays were like one, I went to church, but then also I was doing things like Sundays were the days that I was doing things. And so I was like, okay, Lord, I don't want to do this. So I'm just going to step out in faith and ask my bosses if I could work Monday through Friday. So I ended up, well, no, first I got more hours. So I was then working five hours. No, sorry. I asked him (laughs) if I could work Monday through Friday and work five hours a day instead of four. And, you know, they like went back and forth, but eventually I got that. And then again, out of necessity, (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm just going to work full time. I'm going to text my bosses right now and ask if I can work full time. And at that time they were like, sorry, we're not hiring for full time positions right now. So when one comes available, I'll do it. And so that was one way of God saying, Hey, slow down, just calm down and listen for me, wait for me. And as I just slowed down I started reading my Bible, praying about it. God was like, okay, here you go. You're ready. And gave me the full-time position. So I started at four hours a day working on the weekends to working an eight-hour day, Monday through Friday, which is what I wanted. And then on top of that, there was a team that I was working for, um, the marketing team, uh, that I wanted to, I was helping them out and I wanted to work for them. I told my husband, Denzel, I was like, if there's an opportunity for me to work on this team, I want to work on this. 
And for nine months, I worked with them because I started when um, one of their team members was going on maternity leave. And so they needed somebody just to help out for a little bit. So I started there. And then after she came back, they were still asking me to help, still asking me to help. And um, I guess last week they put out this like thing that said, hey, we're like hiring a full-time position. Um, we're getting applicants, but if you know anybody, blah, blah, blah. So my boss asked me, hey, like, was like, hey, are you interested in this position? And I was like, yes. And I applied and I don't know the final verdict yet, but the fact that I was able to like, just in faith be like, okay, I want to work on this team. And God has been so faithful to me in doing that. And it's really just because of my faithful t- faithfulness to him and the faithfulness to do the things that he's called me to do. And no, I'm not perfect because I should have put episodes out. I should have three episodes out by this point, but I don't, but that's okay. He just said, start it up. I, d- I haven't had any other instructions other than that. So I'm just going until he gives me more instructions. But if I got fearful, if I got upset, if I got mad, I don't think that I would be where I am today in my work, in my uh, business, in my podcast. I have two podcasts. Y'all, I've never, ever, ever, I've had like 15,000 YouTube channels. I've done one for hair. I've done one just like for like music videos, you know, those cringe ones that everybody used to do in middle school. I've had one that I would do like lyric videos. I started doing like a beauty thing on another one. I've done so many YouTube channels. And the one that I did for my business, I only have, let me look. Let me look while I'm still here just so, just so I'm accurate when telling you this. Okay, okay. And I'm glad I looked because I have more. I have, I started this about a month ago, two months ago. I'll say two months ago. I have 173 subscribers to start making money off of YouTube. Um, or sorry. Yeah. Yeah. To make, to start making money off of YouTube, you have to have 500 subscribers. So I'm only about 327 away, which that's crazy. I've gotten 173 in two months. Then you need 3000 public watch hours. I have 431, but my videos keep racking up views. And this isn't me trying to say like, oh my gosh, I'm about to blow up on YouTube and be like this famous nail person that's not my goal my goal when doing starting youtube was to uh for my nails was to um just show what i know about it and kind of document my journey to becoming a nail technician so that's not like i wasn't like trying to be famous but um the lord has been so faithful in that and he's growing that and he's making it something that's like okay, I can, it's something I can do and not feel 
like it's a burden. He's given me the grace to do it, just like he's given me the grace to do this and the grace to work a full-time job and to run my business on top of another YouTube channel and to be a good wife and to still go to church every Sunday and Wednesday and to be a good daughter and to be a good friend. Like he's given me, me the grace to do this because of my faithfulness to him and because of my faith in him to step out and do things. And so the things that I never would have thought I would have had or seen or done January 1 of 2023 has like blown past and beyond what I could have ever imagined. And it's all just because of having that faith that shows, knowing that faith is evidence of the things that are not seen and faith shows what we hope for. And to get that faith, we have to hear the word. And there's like, so many scriptures I feel like that we can like take and think about like of being directly to us like there's a lot of scriptures like Psalm 91 that talks about um like protection and there's Proverbs 31 that's like this is how you are just a good godly woman not even just a wife but a good godly woman Then you have um, like Philippians 4.19 that says, and my God will supply all of your needs according to his riches. Riches. We get these like scriptures that we can directly apply to ourselves. But when we really think about what hearing the word means, it doesn't mean picking and choosing the scriptures that belong to whatever you're believing him for. What it means is you're actually hearing the word. It means you're studying it. You're listening to it. You read it out loud. Listen to it in your own voice. Hear from him and listen to what he has to say. That's how you gain faith. And I think a lot of people just think that faith is just like this. You're either fearful or you have faith. It's one or the other. But you can't really have faith without reading the word. You know, it's impossible to please God without faith. Why? Because when you don't have faith, you're not depending on him. You're depending on yourself. Have you noticed that every emotion that you have, your body physically has, comes from the fear of the past? It comes from things that have happened in the past. And yes, you could be fearful of the future, like the thing of the microphone. I don't like hearing myself talk. And the reason I don't like hearing myself talk is because when I was younger, people would say I sound, my voice sounded too deep and I sounded like a boy. They couldn't tell if I was a girl or a boy because my voice was so deep. Like, first of all, come on. I sound like a girl. (laughs) I know I sound like a girl. I do have a lower voice though, but I remember people telling me that. And so I didn't like to hear it through microphones. And so then... Every time I would think about the future of having to speak in a microphone, I would get like this, I don't know, this like freaky feeling, this weird feeling that somebody's going to think I sound like a boy. They're not going to be able to tell if I'm a girl or a guy. I remember my siblings making fun of me when I would like (laughs) answer my phone, I'll go, hello. And I would make my voice like 
higher because I didn't want people to mistake me as a boy. That is how, like, your emotions are processed. You have some fear or something that has happened to you in the past that your body is reacting to anytime it comes up. And it could be happening in the present as well. Doesn't always have to be in the past, but it could be in the present as well. You could be scared of something in the present. When Jesus was in the garden sweating blood, if he was really scared of being disconnected to his father, it's because he's never been disconnected from him before. He's always known that he's been there. He's always known he could re- known he could rely on him. So he's not he wasn't afraid of the future. He was he was afraid of the feeling of not having his father. And if he was scared of the pain, everybody has stubbed their toe once or twice. It hurts. And he was a carpenter. He could have hit his fingers. He could have stepped on something. We don't know. We don't know. But he was a man. And so what we have to remember is that faith comes by hearing the word and it shows the reality of what we hope for. It's taking steps of faith. And it's the evidence of the things we cannot see. So what I pray for you today is that your faith overcomes your feelings because you know what the word says. You know what the word says about your situation. You know that God's not going to leave you stranded and that he has a plan for your life. It might not happen automatically. Like I said, I waited nine months to have an opportunity to get this job in the email team. And I might not get it. I don't know. I'll come. I'll have to let you know <laughs> on the next episode. I'll have to let you know. But that just that doesn't mean that I won't get it. That means that there won't be another opportunity. That just means, one, it's not my time. Or two, God has another opportunity that's going to take me even further into where I should be going. But he's so good and he always has a plan. So, I'm just going to pray for you again. Father, I just thank you for your faith. I thank you for making faith so simple. It's just hearing you. It's hearing your word and applying it and believing it. And the more that we hear it, the more that we know you and the more confident we become in you. So I just pray for every person listening to this podcast today father that you would just remind them that you are with them that you will never leave them or forsake them that whatever they are believing you for father you have a plan for it it might not be their time 
it might not ever be in the cards for them, but that might, that might just be because you have something better. That might just be because you have something else planned for them. And when they get to that point, they won't even think about what they were wanting from you. But Father, I also just thank you that we have faith in you because we love you. And that we have faith in you just because you are good. And it's not always about the things, even though you are so good and gracious and merciful in those things. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for everything that you have done for us this far. And I just praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, y'all, we almost made it through a podcast with no noise. Neighbor's dog. But that's okay. It's the end of the podcast and we're going to close it out. <laughs> but before I close it out, I wanted to uh, talk about the links are in the description below. If you gave your life to Christ during this episode, I just want to say welcome, girl, to the family. I'm so happy that you're with us and that you have given your life to Christ. It is such an amazing time over here. It's full of challenges, but the challenges are what grows us and they're not um, to break us down, but to build us up. And it's filled with love and peace and joy. And I thank you that you were here. And I would love if you would to, if you told me that you gave your life to Christ in this episode by clicking that link below. And I can also shoot you a prayer if you leave your email. Um, but yeah. And then if you have a prayer request, there's also a link down there, uh, for prayer requests. And, um, you can just shoot me, a little message um, about what you're needing prayer for um, and I would love to pray for you so I thank you guys for listening I'm so happy that we made it through this episode almost this episode with no planes or anything so I'm super excited I hope you guys enjoyed this one and until next time bye y'all